a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you. Uh, so in this uh, last segment, uh, I promised I would I would get to this idea. This is something that uh, Arthur Brooks, our friend uh, formerly of American Enterprise Institute over at Harvard uh, Teaching Now, and he talked uh, about this principle a lot in terms of trying to get people to go where you're not welcome, to get out of your comfort zone, to expand your horizons, to uh, don't just engage with the true believers, but, you know, get to the persuadables, even get to the hostels if necessary. Uh, And this is not about going into any place to pick a fight, uh, nor is it just going in trying to just, you know, preach your own stuff. It's, It's getting to a space where you can have a conversation. And I think what he's suggesting and what I think we need desperately in this country is this understanding that leadership requires the willingness to go into unconventional places, the courage to share principles with those who who may disagree with us, may even get really testy about disagreeing with us. But to have the confidence to stand up and speak out, uh, even in the face of overwhelming opposition. And sadly, finding that kind of leader, a leader who's willing to go into the hard places, is getting harder and harder as the people tend to retreat more to their political bubbles uh, than they do getting out in open space where they can have meaningful conversation. And, and way too many leaders have bought into that. They, they'd much rather stay in, a, stay in a safe place or a sanitized space uh, where, you know, the consultants and their staff can control the message, can control the environment, prevent the leader from having any kind of uncomfortable or even, you know, gaff-producing moments. Uh, and so that's part of the challenge. And so I want to give I want to give one an example of going somewhere where you're not welcome. And it was on the the night of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. And I just want to give you a a quick programming note for uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. We will do a special one hour inside sources, our regular time slot, eleven to noon, and we're going to focus on Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm going to have a very special guest that you do not want to miss. Uh, the Reverend Amos Brown, who is the 17th pastor of the historic uh, Baptist Church of San Francisco and who was one of the last students taught by Dr. Martin Luther King, is going to join us live for an interview. And he is just a delight and has some great insight for all of us uh, as we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Night. So make sure you uh, are ready to roll on Monday as you're having your Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday uh, that you join us from 11 to noon for a special one-hour uh, Martin Luther King Day uh, program with the Reverend Amos Brown uh, from San Francisco. You do not want to miss that. Uh, 
Uh, so let's go back to that night, uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Bobby Kennedy, who showed real leadership uh, against the advice of his handlers, uh, against the counsel of his security team, uh, against the state police who said, we cannot protect you. Uh, he went into uh, what the newspapers of the day described as an inner city ghetto to address an already angry and very weary and very devastated crowd. And he went there. He says, I'm, I'm going in. And he had scribbled some notes uh, on a card. And then standing on the back of a pickup truck, So he's standing on the back of a pickup truck in an incredibly hostile environment, looking at scribbled notes he'd made in the back of the car. Bobby Kennedy delivered the news of Dr. King's tragic death. And then he very powerfully issued and inspired a call to unity. Uh, I still believe it is one of the most powerful speeches ever given. And he gave it because he was willing to go into a difficult spot. And we'll break some of that down as we uh, get to our special coverage on Monday next week. Uh, Moments like Kennedy's speech are are rare for sure, uh, but the opportunity to go where you or your principles or your ideas are not welcomed, uh, that's still the test. Are we willing to go into that space, even if it's online, uh, and do it in a way that isn't just going to create more hate, more hostility? Uh, I always like the idea that it's about getting to the truth and talking about that. And truth can go boldly, nobly, and independently. That's a, that's a good model. Uh, so de- declaring that truth boldly, that means with confidence, with passion, with energy. Uh, I believe this country is always at its best when principles and policies compete in the marketplace of ideas. Uh, and truth, even when, even when the truth is not popular or it uh, runs counter to the whims of society, uh, you can do that in a very noble way, an uplifting way with great humility, with great understanding. Uh, Truth has got to be independent, so it's got to be free from prejudice and malice and bias and contempt and all the other things that we get served up, uh, particularly on the uh, national media and online. And it's got to be independent. So it's got to be based on rigorous examination of the facts, the data, what do the numbers tell us? Uh, That has to be the foundation if we're going to really talk truth uh, and really have meaningful dialogue in in a meaningful way. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate here in the state of Utah. We've had some great examples of leaders, of organizations who are willing to engage with those they disagree with, to partner with those who may believe differently from them, and, and forge all kinds of new, innovative relationships to produce better results. And sometimes early on, those, those folks take the heat, and they get criticized. Uh, the, they get misunderstood in so many ways. Uh, and you can think... As we often reference, you know, Senator Orrin Hatch had his relationship with Senator Ted Kennedy, and he got both criticism and high praise, uh, but they produced important legislation together. Uh, When Senator Mike Lee was sworn in in the United States Senate, he immediately went across the aisle to Senator Dick Durbin, Democrat from Illinois, and started the work on criminal justice reform. And then interestingly, years, several years later, liberal Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey the moment he was elected, went across the floor, talked to Senator Mike Lee about joining the fight for criminal justice reform. Uh, Representative Mia Love was the only Republican member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, we've seen the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announce amazing partnerships uh, with the NAACP to provide programs around self-reliance. 
Uh, we have entrepreneurs doing this in our community and in our state. And that kind of engagement uh, may be a little head-scratching to some of the national pundits, uh, but it, to me it's really the essence of leadership. Uh, it's how we have to get there. Uh, I think to uh, William George Jordan uh, back in the 1800s, uh, he talked about going where you're not welcome. Uh, he talked about the reformers of the world. And he said the reformers are, are pioneers. They have to realize that they're going to face injustice, ingratitude, and, and opposition of all kind. But they have to, to keep going and keep pushing. And I think we need that now more than ever. It is time for leaders and citizens to not only go where we're not welcome, but we need to start going where we might be most uncomfortable because solutions to all the big issues of our day, whether it's religious liberty, whether it's LGBT rights, whether it's addiction or homelessness or health care, uh, national debt, terrorism, all of those things, teen suicide, they're all going to require us to go into new spaces. It may be the road less traveled, but I think it's going to be the most, the road best traveled if we can get there to places we're uncomfortable to have meaningful conversations. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. As always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Live breaking news.